what's up everybody happy monday i hope everybody had a great weekend and for my fellow americans um you know if you're lucky enough to have gotten today off uh, i know you're enjoying the last part of your long weekend so um it's kind of funny because this is my first time where uh, columbus day was not like a holiday where i actually got the day off i actually did take today off um you know which wasn't bad but uh you know, it did kind of suck not getting it free, even though it's a federal holiday. Um, the company I work for, we don't we don't get it as a federal holiday, but whatever. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, you know, we're in the middle of the international break. So um, and, you know, it's kind of hard to find games on um, that I really wanted to watch. Um, couldn't watch like th- there were some matches that I could find. Um, but then once I found them, I wasn't able to really watch them because of like weird buffering i'm not saying it was you know i was doing anything illegal or anything but some of them i was just having some issues with like connection or whatever um that was after being able you know to actually locate the games um this weekend though i did uh, spend some time with the family um on saturday we went to houston so i go my, you know my mom my dad or see my mom my sister and my uh, brother they live down there and uh went to go hang out with them originally we were going to go to an nfl game because the Texans were hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars, but because of social distancing and everything, and we had so many people, uh, we weren't able to uh, get tickets close to each other. We would have been sitting in completely different sections, and that's you know that's not fun. Um, so it didn't work out. But we did actually go to this driving range type thing called Top Golf. I don't know if you guys know what that is. It, it was pretty pretty fun. The weather was great. You know, Houston's like two and a half three hours away from San Antonio, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, but I will say this. And I'm going to prepare a little bit better. The uh, The Patriots are coming to play the Texans um, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So I'm going to try to go to that game. Uh, but of course, because, you know, the Patriots are a good team. A lot of people want to see the tickets cost more, but whatever. Uh, anyway, this is a football slash soccer podcast. So we would not be talking about the National Football League or really any other sports for the rest of this uh, this podcast. Um, so start off there was some international friendlies that happened before uh you know teams were playing competitive matches whether it be you know world cup qualifying or you know just the nations league in uefa uh, in europe um just going to go over some of the notable ones uh, that i checked out so on the seventh we had uh quite a few games actually i mentioned some of these in the last week's show that i was looking forward to uh you know seeing how they play out um, we had Denmark 4, Faroe Islands 0, uh, Luxembourg, and Liechtenstein. If you don't know, those are two tiny, tiny countries within Europe. Um, you know, they're not known for, you know, football at all. Um, but it's good to see, you know, teams like that play against each other. But it was Luxembourg 1, Liechtenstein 2, Austria 2, Greece 1, um, Andorra, another tiny country within Europe that a lot of people never even heard of, 1, uh, Cape Verde 2, now, I went to Cape Verde, I don't know what year it was, it was probably 2012-ish, and uh, Cape Verde, you know, it's a small group of islands off the west coast of Africa. Um, of all the countries that I've been to in Africa, and I've been to a lot, um, Cape Verde was one of the only countries that I went to that the people actually thought that I was from there. Um, you know, they have a huge kind of Portuguese-Brazilian influence, everybody there speaks Portuguese. Um, I think the people are actually closer probably to the to the Brazilians than they are to the Portuguese um, as far as like relationships, not obviously like proximity, but uh, it, it kind of feels like a mini uh, 
Brazil, I guess, even though I've never been to Brazil. But, you know, I talked to a lot of people over there um, and that's what they how they explained it to me. But I've been following Cape Verde for a while. Um, you know, it's one of the, the African teams that I that I really follow kind of closely. They had a few years ago where they kind of had like a really, really good run within the uh, African Cup of Nations. And, you know, they're just a, a cool team to uh, to follow. They're, they're called the the Blue Tiburons, I believe. Uh, that's their nickname. Um, they got a pretty cool kit as well. So um, let's see what else. We have Portugal 0, Spain 0. Um, the Netherlands actually lost 1-0 to to Mexico. Germany and Turkey played to a 3-3 tie. Now, if that if I was in Germany, that game would have been great to, to watch. Um, this German team is kind of weird, though. They can't seem to hold on to a lead whatsoever. You know, that, might, that might come down to team selection or the fact that they're not really taking the, the Nations League very seriously. Or it could just be they're trying out new things. You know, the German team is aging. Um, and they're going to have to put new players in. But, you know, to play to a 3-3 draw to Turkey, not to take anything away from Turkey, but... You know, Turkey's not known for being on the level of a team like Germany. And then we had uh, Switzerland 1, Croatia 2. And then on October 8th, um, we had Belgium 1, Ivory Coast 1. Uh, England 3, Wales 0. I actually thought that game was going to be much better than it actually was. And then Russia 1, Sweden 2. Then on the 9th of October... Uh, we had Japan and Cameroon play to a 0-0 draw, and that game was actually played in the Netherlands. Uh, Morocco 3, Senegal 1. That's kind of surprising, but it is a friendly. Nigeria 0, Algeria 1. That game was played in Austria. You know, those two teams are, I would say they're pretty, pretty close to each other. So that game could have went either way. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, moving on to, like, you know, actual, I don't want to say games that matter, but games that actually have some type of implication. Um, so first off, all the World Cup qualifying in the Asian Confederation, the AFC, they have been postponed for the time being. Don't know exactly when they're going to resume, but, you know, because of COVID and because it originated in Asia, I think they're taking a lot of precautions. Plus, a lot of their players are kind of spread all over the world for the club teams, uh, you know, for a lot of these, these nations. Um, they're just taking a lot of precautions to make sure that, you know, the players are safe. Whether or not they're going to have fans in the stadium is a completely different issue, but player safety, public safety is is paramount. So for the time being, in Asia, they are not doing any World Cup qualifying. And I think all of their uh, friendlies as well have been postponed for the, for the foreseeable future. So, uh, I mean, you know, Japan did play, but Australia hasn't played. You know, a lot of the big teams, Iran, um, they, they're just not doing anything right now. And... Like I mentioned, for matches that mean anything, especially World Cup qualifying, they're all on hold right now. But um, Europe, that is not the case. Um, you know, Europe was hit pretty pretty hard by COVID, but uh, you know, some of these matches, I mean, some of them have fans in the in the stands, and you know, I mean, that's that's pretty significant considering you know a few months ago we couldn't even thought have have a thought about people congregating in areas watching soccer matches. And, um, you know, we've come a long way, but the UEFA Nations League is in full swing as of right now. Um, they're up to every team has played three matches so far. Uh, I'm just going to go through these scores. Um, so let's see, Group A4, that's a group I'm following the closest because that's a group that Germany's in. Uh, we had Ukraine 1, Germany 2. 
That's actually Germany's first win in the Nations League, if you can believe that. This is the second iteration of the Nations League. And like I said, we're three matches in to this version, and this is Germany's first win. Um, Spain won, Switzerland zero. Uh, Group C won, Luxembourg two, Cyprus nil. Montenegro two, Azerbaijan nil. Uh, Group D one, may the Faroe Islands and Latvia play to a 1-1 draw. And then Andorra, Andorra and Malta play to a 0-0 draw. Malta is another tiny, tiny country within Europe. Um, not known for you know, being good at football. But, you know, that's what the Nation League is about. It's about putting some of these smaller nations against, you know, competition that will make the games interesting for their fans. Both, you know, the home and away fans. And, you know, you don't want to constantly see Portugal playing against Gibraltar or something like that. So the Nations League kind of puts these teams into groups where they're facing competition that is similar to them. Um, let's see. Group D2, we had Liechtenstein 0, Gibraltar 1. Uh, group A1, Bosnia-Herzegovina uh, uh, 0, the Netherlands 0. And then Portugal, excuse me, Por- Poland. I can't get it out. Poland and Italy played to a 0-0 draw. Group A2, we had England 2, Belgium 1. Iceland lost 3-0 to to Denmark. Group A3, we had uh, Croatia 2, Sweden 1. And then France and Portugal played to a 0-0 draw. I I caught like two minutes of that game, the France and Portugal. That was a game I really, really wanted to watch. The timing just didn't work out for me. Now let's see, Group B1, we had Norway 4, Romania 0. Northern Ireland 0, Austria 1. Group B2, Israel won, Czech Republic two. Scotland won one to zero over Slovakia. Group B three, we had Russia and Turkey play to a one one draw. Serbia nil, Hungary one. Group B four, Ireland and Wales played to a zero zero draw. Now I, I expected a little bit more from from Wales. I mean I thought you know Gareth Bale. I'm not even sure if he played, but I thought that you know Wales is just a better team than to draw with. Ireland, not to take anything away from them, from Ireland, but I just thought Wales was a better team. Um, we had Finland two, Bulgaria nil. In Group C two, Estonia three to two over North Macedonia, and then Armenia and Georgia played to a two-two draw. Group C three, Greece two, Moldova nil, Kosovo nil, Slovenia one. Group C four. Kazakhstan and Albania played to a 0-0 draw. And Lithuania and Belarus played to a 2-2 draw. So, as I mentioned, all um, teams in the UEFA Nations League, except for the teams in Group D2, have played three matches. So I'll go over the standings really quick. Um, All right, so in Group A1, got Italy on top with five points. The Netherlands in second with four. Poland in third also with four. And then Bosnia and Herzegovina in fourth place with two. Group A2, England on top with seven points, followed by Belgium with six, Denmark with four, and then Iceland with zero. Group A3, Portugal and France are both on top with seven points each, followed by Croatia with three, and Sweden with zero. And I actually thought that was going to be like a group of death, but Sweden's not really doing anything. All right, Group A4, we got Spain with seven points, followed by Germany with five, Ukraine with three, and Switzerland with one. That's actually a really good group as well. Uh, Group B1, 
We got Austria and Norway on top, both with six points each, followed by Romania with four, and then Northern Ireland in last with one point. Group B2, we got Scotland on top with seven points, followed by the Czech Republic with six, Israel with two, and then Slovakia with one point. Group B3, we got Russia on top with seven points, followed by Hungary with six, Turkey's in third with two points, and then Serbia's in last with one. Group B4, Wales is sitting on top with seven points, followed by Finland with six points, Ireland with two points, and then Bulgaria's in last with one point. Group C1, we got Montenegro on top with nine points, Luxembourg's in second with six points, Azerbaijan's in third with three points, and Cyprus uh, sitting on the bottom with zero points. Group C2, we got Northern Macedonia, excuse me, North Macedonia on top with five points. Georgia also has five points. Armenia's in third with four points, and Estonia's in last with one. Group C3, Greece and Slovenia sitting on top, both with seven points. Kosovo and Moldova on the bottom, both with one point. Group C4, this is crazy. Kazakhstan, Albania, Belarus, Lithuania all have four points. The only difference is goal differential, determining who's first, second, third, and fourth. Group D1, sitting on top is the Faroe Islands with seven points, followed by Latvia with three, and then Malta and Andorra both have two points. Group D2, they've only played two matches each. we got Gibraltar on top with six points, Liechtenstein in second with three, and San Marino has yet to win a match. They're sitting down with zero points. So that's just a rundown. Um, I put down some notable upcoming matches. So tomorrow we got Germany playing Switzerland. I'm going to definitely watch that game for sure. Um, you know, there's their neighbors. I wouldn't really call them rivals at all, but they're, they're next door neighbors. So that should be a pretty decent match. And then on Tuesday, October 14th, we got Italy hosting the Netherlands, England hosting Denmark. And then a rematch of the 2018 FIFA World Cup final, Croatia hosting France. So that should should be, you know, pretty interesting to watch. I don't know, Croatia, I just don't think is as good as a team as they were two years ago. But you never know, they may surprise France. Who knows? All right, so CONMEBOL, uh, they have commenced their, or I guess you could say recommenced their uh, World Cup qualifying. So on match day one, we had Paraguay and Peru play to a 2-2 draw. Uruguay to Chile won. And in that match, both Luis Suarez and Alexis Sanchez both scored. Um, but the, the match was won by Maxi Gomez. He came in in the 87th minute and then scored in 90 plus three to win the match for Uruguay. Then we had Argentina 1, Ecuador 0. Messi scored early, 13th minute. Colombia 3, Venezuela 0. Then we had Brazil 5, Bolivia 0. Marquinhos scored, Roberto Firmino scored 2. There was an own goal, and then Coutinho actually scored the last goal of the game. I didn't get to watch that, um, but I mean, yes, it is Bolivia, but it seems to me like Brazil is kind of picking up right where they left off. You know, they won the Copa America, the most recent one. And, uh, I mean, still a great team. So, match day two, though, we got uh, Bolivia hosting Argentina, Ecuador hosting Uruguay, Venezuela hosting Paraguay, uh, Peru hosting Brazil, and Chile 
hosting Columbia. So all sound like some you know pretty decent matches. So um, all right, I'm gonna take a quick break and I will be back in a minute. thing that I don't like about the international break is how it completely messes up the schedule. Um, and then, you know, now with COVID, everything is all messed up because finding matches is difficult. You don't know which ones are canceled, which ones are postponed, but, uh, you know, the league season, or excuse me, the league seasons will continue on Saturday, which is always good next week though. It, I'm really excited for next week because, you know, you guys obviously know how much I thoroughly enjoy the uh, the Champions League group stages, same thing with the Europa League, but um, you know those are coming up starting on I believe the twentieth or the twenty first. Um, can't wait! I, I I really really cannot wait for uh, for the Champions League to start. Um, like I said, group stages by far my favorite. Um, some of these matches that we got coming up. Uh, let's see, we got on Tuesday we got Chelsea uh, hosting Sevilla. Rene hosting Krasnodar, uh, Lazio, Borussia Dortmund. Uh, first match, which is crazy. We're going to have PSG hosting Manchester United. That should be a great game. Then on Wednesday, we got Bayern Munich hosting Atletico Madrid. Um, then we have Inter Milan hosting Borussia Mönchengladbach. Man City hosting Porto. Ajax hosting Liverpool. I mean, we've got a lot of, lot of good games um, in that first match day. So I'm pretty excited about that. I don't want to say I'm already looking forward to um, next week's show because next week's show will be on Monday. Uh, but I'll be, you know, talking a little bit more about the games that will be played the following day. But the episode after that, I'm really looking forward to everything that's going to happen. Um, you know, the international break is cool. There's really nothing going on. I mean, there's nothing really at stake right now and uh it, it does sort of just interrupt your uh, you know the normal league season and you're basically trying to fill fill in you know the missing parts because uh you know so early in the season you get this big disruption and especially this is like the second one we're gonna have another one next month which is, it's always like that but you know still it's still kind of annoying but i will say this um fifa 21 just came out and now I've talked on here a lot about how I'm a career mode fan. I don't play, you know, FIFA Ultimate Team because I don't believe in the whole pay to win, pay to play type thing. And then if you're trying to play Ultimate Team just normally, where you're just playing games to win coins, it will take you forever. And I can't even tell you how many hours of gameplay it'll take you just to get one decent card from like a pack. And I still don't understand how they're even still running that, how EA still, if, how that's still an option for them, you know, but that's why I play career mode, always play career mode. I've loved it. Um, I know last year we had an, I had an episode called uh, hashtag fix career mode or fix FIFA 20. I don't remember exactly what it was, but career mode fans have been complaining constantly about how FIFA just neglects, uh, or excuse me, not FIFA, but EA just neglects career mode in the FIFA video game. Um, now yes, I'm over 40. I've been playing video games since I was like five years old. 
Um, I love it, you know, combining something that I really enjoy as a pastime with a game that I love. It's just great. You know, when there's no matches on, I'm, I'm playing FIFA. And, uh, you know, FIFA, I don't know, I've met a lot of, lot of nice people playing FIFA. I've uh, been able to play against, you know, some other podcasters to include Joao and Louis from Soccer Stupid Podcast. And I'm looking forward to being able to play career mode again. Now, they've, they've taken, you know, some of the things that people have been complaining about and they've tried to fix it. There are some things, you know, they've made the training a little bit like where it makes a little bit more sense. They've changed up the calendar in the game. Um, I, I haven't really found anything with the gameplay so far, aside from being able to like kick the ball to a player within your own penalty box, you know, from a goal kick. Um, they've gotten rid of some things, namely like those EA coins that no one ever seems to use for anything. Um, but you can tell they have, they have actually taken the time to listen to what we've been saying about fixing career mode. Um, they've changed up the training. They've changed up the youth academy. Um, you know, there's no more like pulling like a player like Mbappe to Watford or, you know, making some crazy deal like that. I mean, I'm sure you can probably still do it, but it's not the, the CPU won't be making moves like that anymore. Um, I've been, I've only played it, you know, it came out last Friday. I've played it a few times and, uh, I can say that I enjoy it. There's some features that, you know, were there in the game years ago that EA took out and now they're essentially adding it as a new feature, even though it's not, of course, they're not like bragging or boasting that it's a new feature because, you know, all the career mode players that have been playing for a while know that, you know, this was an original feature that they took out. So they, they did make that mistake you know, probably four or five years ago, they're like, oh, check out this new feature. Uh, I think obviously they could add some more detail into it um, for career mode. You know, we want to be able to have control of basically everything down to the design of of the team's kit uh, and, you know, individual sponsors even. Um, they, you know, career mode fans are going to buy this game essentially every year unless the game is just completely broken. Like last year's was. Last year's was pretty bad. I mean, I, I still played it. I still enjoyed it, but it was pretty bad, especially for career mode uh, fans. All they have to do is take the time. They can make this game so huge, especially with these new consoles coming out. They can make the games so huge. I'm talking huge downloads. And instead of, you know, putting it in one game, they could have it in two parts. One for people that are playing Ultimate Team, which probably wouldn't be that big. And then a super huge game. And I'm talking memory wise uh, for the people that play career mode. You know, I mean, it, it would not be hard for them to do. Um, and, you know, you, you constantly want to bring a good product to the people that are supporting uh, EA and the FIFA you know, franchise and have been for, for years and decades in some cases. Um, just listening to those people just makes it uh, will make the game more enjoyable. We'll definitely make the game more profitable um, and, you know, people will continue to buy it. So, but I'm, I'm so far, I'm enjoying it. Haven't really, uh, delved too far into it. Started a new career mode with uh, a team in the English league Two, Salford city, I'm trying to see how long it'll take me to get them to win the champions league. I'm trying to keep it normal, not doing any crazy transfers. Um, and we'll see, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, you know, I've put out on here several times. If anybody wants to play me, um, my PSN ID is football boy spelled F U T B O L boy R H. 
Um, I've had the opportunity to play the guys from Soccer Stupid. Hopefully they'll they're listening to this, and hopefully they'll buy FIFA 21 so we can play again. It's been a while, it's been months actually since I've played any of them. Um, to include VAR, who kicked my ass the last time, but I'm looking forward to playing. Um, I'm still working from home, so I still have plenty of time to play. And you guys are only two hours further west than I am, time zone wise. So let's let's get some games going. And that goes for anybody else that's listening to. You want to play me? Let's let's do it. I have no issues and I have plenty of time right now. So um, with that being said, though, I'm going to end this show. Um, I hope you guys have a, a great week. Hopefully you'll get to watch some of the games, especially, you know, tomorrow and uh, on Wednesday. I know you guys are all looking forward to the league season starting back up on Friday, you know, and through the weekend. And looking forward to Champions League next week and Europa League. I know there's a lot of people that like Europa League as well. So um, thanks, you guys, for listening. Um, like I said, have a great week. Uh, take care of yourselves. Be safe out there. Um, wash your hands. Wash your masks. And uh, just take care of yourselves. All right. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Bye.